Good morning, everybody. You're listening to 89.1 FM WXVU, The Roar, Villanova student-run radio, 11.50 a.m. on a beautiful December 5th, 2022. It's officially December, winter season. Got a lot to talk about today. Um, as always, you know you know what the show's going to be like. NFL, NBA, Villanova basketball, World Cup. We're going to cover it all for the next hour, so stay with us. Don't go anywhere. Keep the dial up on your car whether you're driving somewhere driving to work whatever you're doing stay with us because you're gonna have a lot of fun in the locker room with us um we're inviting you to join in on the fun um as always sean rankle liam hallway true karstetter bringing you the latest updates sports takes hot takes opinions whether they're good or bad or wrong or justified whatever it is um for the next hour don't forget the twitter fun the locker room twitter where we post all the polls the YouTube, where eventually one day all the recordings will be up there so that you can go back and listen to Rank's great takes, phenomenal takes. But let's jump right into it. Let's not beat around the bush because I know we got a lot we, got, we want to talk about right now. A lot that happened in the NFL. We're going to get into Burrow-Mahomes matchup, um, Baker Mayfield planning to get waived, uh, A.J. Brown revenge game, Giants tie, um, Mike White and all that. So but, as always, we're going to start with our takeaways and overreactions from the weekend. Sean, what do you got? The Broncos, it's not really that much of an overreaction, I feel like, but the Broncos' defense might be the best in the league. They are so good. They are always on the field, but for some reason they continuously hold teams to under <laughs> 17 points a game. It's absolutely ridiculous what they're doing. If I was the Broncos' general manager and John Elway, this is what I do this offseason. I fire Nathaniel Hackett. I promote the defense coordinator to head coach and bring in somebody who can a great offensive mind to coach the offense and just run it like that because this team is a good coach away from being really good and a good quarterback away I don't think that's true I, I, really? I think I think Russell Wilson gets way too much hate his wide receivers have been dropping the ball more than anybody else in the league he's he's all right he hasn't fallen off as big as everybody else is gonna say because I was I watched a little bit of that game yesterday for the first time I've watched the Broncos game in a while and he still has got the magic of old Russell Wilson. Like He's got the ability to scramble out of the pocket, try to make a big play. He doesn't always do it, but I think he's not as far gone as people like to think he is. Yes, but... he, he Okay, so he hasn't lost his magic. He's lost his ability to win. He's carried he's carried worse teams to wins before. Oh, he has. But he's, he's just... He's gotten older. He can't do that anymore. He needs a team around him. And I don't think it's... First off, we've talked about this in a lot, but the Russell Wilson contract, the Broncos aren't getting out of that anytime soon. So he's there for the next four to five years. So you better figure out a way to do something with him. And the coach has to go, and you need to. They they dropped the ball so much. I, I, I'm are, not disagreeing with you. The terrible. coach needs to go. I don't think Daniel Hackett's a good coach whatsoever. But I don't think they're just like a a, a coach away from. I think they're coaching a running back. If you get a running back, you get a good running back in there, and not somebody who fumbles the ball or some bums in there, like. I think this Broncos team is a lot closer to a playoff team than a lot of people are giving them credit this year. I don't think it's all on Russell Wilson. I don't know what's going on with Russell Wilson as far as, like, I think he's he's struggling mentally. It might be physically, too. 
but he's not in the right headspace right now. And because, you know, he's been in slumps before. I've seen it several times as a Seahawks fan. He'll go into four-week slumps, but he'll get himself out of it. And he has not gotten himself out of it. Yes, you know, they're running back away. But, you know, an elite defense, if, if they have as elite of a defense, you're saying best in the league. Yeah. Then then something doesn't add up here. They, they, their defense is on the field top 10 most amount of times in the NFL because of how bad their offense has been. And they are top three in points allowed. That's crazy. They're on the field so much. This is that we talk about every time that if the Broncos offense scored 18 points a game, they'd be like 10-1. and one. Did you see that? And this is an intangible thing. This is beyond paper. Did you see that Russell Wilson's wife threw him a birthday party? I did see that. And half of the team went? I did see that. I don't think they're a coach away. There's some serious locker room chemistry issues here. Yeah, the, the there defensive is, lineman yelling at Russ, like you bring in. A, I I look at the Giants, and the Giants locker room was a mess last year. You bring in a competent head coach, you bring you move around a couple guys, and now all of a sudden the locker room is like one of the best in the league. I don't think it's all a locker room problem. I don't think it is either. I think Russell Wilson sucks. In addition to the locker room, I don't problem. think he's. I don't think he's that bad. I think the defense is really good. I don't think Russ is that bad. Sure. Okay, wait, 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 one more thing before you go, Liam. You, you, we always talk about the Niners. Yeah. Game manager, quarterback, elite defense. They are first in their division. Why yeah. are the Broncos not the same? Because their wide receivers are not – they don't have the talent around Russell Wilson. The Niners Jerry have Judy? Jimmy G. It's not Debo Samuels, Christian McCaffrey, or Brandon Ayuk. Or George Kittle. George Kittle's been all four of those underwhelming guys, this year. All CMC four was a midway of those trade. guys are better than the best offensive weapon on the Broncos. Judy and Son? Yeah. Ask Liam about right. Jerry Judy this year. Okay, that's a low blow. That's a <laughs> low blow. No, come on. The blame's got to fall on someone. We've been slandering Russell Wilson the past the entire season. Why? Why stop now? Because um, I don't think he deserves it. Once again, they they get into the red zone, can't score. Their defense has allowed two hundred and four points this season, which is third best in the NFL. Yeah. Their offense has scored 166. Yeah. There are teams that have double that. The the blame's got to fall on someone, and, and I coach. think it's got to fall on the quarterback. It's the play calling. No. Yeah, the play calling's part of it, but come on. Make a play. You, you've seen the, the amount of three and outs the, the Broncos have had this year. It's, it's absurd. It's absurd. They're just really bad. They're really bad on offense, and that, that falls on the offense. Yes, it does. Quarterback. Running back, wide receivers—they're all bad. But you know who? You know who's the captain of the offense, captain of the team. Yeah, yeah. But are they not Someone's the best defense the in the league? Are they Someone, not one of the best defenses? Yeah, the they have a great defense. Cool. If they had a great quarterback, you know, they'd probably be nine and three instead of three and nine. I, uh, I think Russ Wilson surprised people next year. If Nathaniel Hackett's not there anymore, and they can get a competent running back, I don't think he he can't not surprise people because. Right now, he's on pace to have less touchdowns than he does bathrooms in his house. <laughs> Do you bench Russell Wilson going forward? No, you can't. Why not? Because he's got four to five more years stuck on this team. Oh, it'd, Money. Be, a sh- it'd be a shame. Cool. Knock on wood, be a- it'd be a shame in these last meaningless games if he got injured and was out the whole next year. They can't then, do it. They, they, they don't have picks, so why did, Why would it matter? Like, like, literally, like, this <laughs> you're, just- you're just preserving your asset. This is someone you're, you're going to spend $40 million a year on for the next four years. <laughs> asset. Uh, asset. On paper, he is their their greatest. He is he is the asset they've invested the most amount of capital in. Yeah. So he becomes their greatest asset. Nah. Why not bench him and 
you know I, I think capital versus you know you guys just like to bench significant exactly like last week Liam was talking different. about benching Aaron Rodgers sh- like I mean I think that's completely different I think both these guys are guys are getting paid a lot of money in the next couple of years and you just can't do it they oh, have man. nobody behind Russell Wilson either like who who's, yeah, who's backup? the backup yeah exactly no, I, yeah I'm not saying it it's it's I think it's different I from that's I agree I that it's different, different from, from Aaron Rodgers because you have Jordan Love I'm saying for this you you have two things you have a Preserving him him from a durability, you know he, he's he's older. Brett Rippin, Brett Rippin, okay. Who preserving <laughs> him from a du- durability perspective, and then B, you know, I the more games they lose, this it can't be good for Russell Wilson's confidence. You know, like oh boo hoo. No, I mean, but it's a real thing. Like he's clearly in some sort of mental slump here. He just needs and if you're gonna try and get him out of the mental hole that he's dug for himself, you know, I think if they were like lost out. Like for the rest of the games, I don't think that's going to help him. Yeah, but at all. benching your thirty-three-year-old franchise yeah, it's, quarterback. It's not like he needs to get more familiarity with the playbook. Nathaniel Hackett's not going to be here next year, so who's? It doesn't really matter getting more familiar with this. Uh, offense. Is it good for his psyche to be a thirty-three-year-old franchise quarterback being benched? Yeah, for, for that's pretty embarrassing. For ripping, well, step yeah. step the the hockey stick up. That's what like, I. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like step up. Yeah, or you're going to get better. benched. You have one more game, and if you, if you, if you can't beat the Ravens without Lamar Jackson, <laughs> that was pathetic. You you're you're gonna get benched until you prove otherwise. <laughs> or how do you lose the Tyler Hunt? Have some accountability. <laughs> you're getting paid forty million dollars a year. Have some accountability. It's not all on him. Who's who's on the? It's, it's the most the important defense. player on the football team. No, it's, it's on the coach. It's on the play calling. There's gotta be. There's gotta be. And the running, but they have no running game. Their receivers drop the ball all the time. I don't know. I just don't think there's weapons around him to be him to be successful in this offense. I I don't know. Still, even when they had Javante Williams, like this team, it's not bad. The offense is not bad on paper. Something's got to give. All these three and outs. Are, 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 are Judy and Sutton really as good as we thought they were? No, but you know what? One week doesn't really change much. This has been going on the whole season. It, Russ has been the problem the entire season. That's not that's not a debate. It's Russ and the coach. They're both bad. I, I don't think but there's one's any... not going to be there next year, and we're going to see how different Russ is going to be when Hack is not. You know, I I love us. I love him to come back and you know be decent. But this is this has been a bad season for him. I don't think there's any debate with that. I'm just looking at who the Seahawks are going to take with the third overall pick. Thank you, Broncos. <laughs> Thank you, Russell Wilson. Uh, Liam, I, I believe that your take is probably going to anger Rank, so I, I, I'd <laughs> yeah. like to hear you ex- explain my, this My take bit. is that I was correct all along. Um, Jimmy G is a fraud and that, you know what, you could stick me in quarterback in San Francisco <laughs> and I'd be able to get the job done. Mr. Irrelevant comes in, has a great game. Brock Purdy, shout out. And I think that just goes to show that all along, all these times where Jimmy G has zero touchdowns, or one touchdown and a pick, or two touchdowns and two picks. You know, I think that just goes to show that he wasn't a good quarterback. He just gets carried, carried by his team. Rank. Um, how did Trey Lance look in the offense? He, he, I, I, he, he, didn't, didn't, I didn't, he didn't play. I didn't. I didn't watch the game Brock either. Brock Purdy played. It was Brock Purdy, Mister. No, 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 I'm talking about the beginning of the year when Trey Lance was starting quarterback. What, for for what? When one? they lost to the Chicago Bears, nineteen to ten. Okay, you could you could point out a, a bad Jimmy G loss. What about the one where he didn't throw a touchdown? Just because Jimmy G is not good doesn't mean Trey Lance is better. They both suck. <laughs> I, I I don't understand how this has any reflection on Jimmy G. I think we all know Jimmy G was a game managing quarterback. 
But no, can you, you literally <laughs> can you sit here and tell me, Liam, that you think the Niners are better with Brock Purdy than they are with Jimmy Garoppolo? I don't think they're better. I think that anybody could go in and do his job. He just beat Brock Purdy. Just beat the Dolphins because like, the defense is ridiculous. Team. Oh, he had a pretty good game. Had Two tutties. He had a pretty good game. You know, everybody talks he about played Jim- within the offense. Jimmy Garoppolo had has had one four touchdown game this season. Other than that, his other high was two, and that came when he threw two picks as well. <laughs> I have never said Jimmy Garoppolo is an elite quarterback. He is not an elite quarterback. Good, he is a good. very average quarterback. Somebody clip this. Who Somebody clip knows this exactly what he can do in that offense and thrives in it. I'm sorry that another Brock Purdy guy can come in and do similar to Jimmy Garoppolo, <laughs> but I'm telling you, when it reaches the playoffs, have you seen Jimmy Garoppolo's record with the Niners? Let me, uh, hold on. I got to adjust my glasses. Does that, does that say Liam Holloway, 25 for 37, 210 yards? <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. I, I just, I'm just could saying, anybody. Jimmy G, you know, anybody anybody could do it in this offense. That's all I'm saying. All right, ready for this one? <laughs> oh, I'm ready. Not including this year. So the past five years that Jimmy Garoppolo has been the starting quarterback of the Niners, their record has been 35 and 16 with Jimmy Garoppolo as starting quarterback. Without Jimmy Grapple, they've been nine and twenty-nine. And how many nine and twenty-nine? How many Liam? of those games? Maybe it's just like a Mike White thing, where the team just like likes to win. The defense plays better when he's in, or something. Yeah. But you know what? He's not a good quarterback. When, when were those twenty-nine losses? Was it before the defense got elite and before yeah. Kyle no, no, Shanahan got you, there? If you look the past, like I think the past four years, he's been there. It was almost like an NFC Championship game. He got hurt. They were picking in the top two. Every championship game, he got hurt. They pick in the top two. Like it was literally back to back to back. Didn't you say the stat last week? Like they're ten and two, and he doesn't throw for a touchdown or score yeah, a touchdown. I, yeah, saying, come on. But he's he can win games. He's <laughs> is a, it because he's so good looking that the defense gets distracted? Yes. Is that, is that what it is? I'd be distracted. All I'm saying is, if Brock Purdy can come in and do it, anybody can. And Jimmy G, you know, he's just not. Good. I don't think anybody can. I think Brock Purdy. Played really well, and I'm hoping he wins well because I like the players. I think anybody could play well with Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, shows you Ayo, Kittle, Juzik, Juz, Juzgik, whatever his name is, the fullback. He had he got a touchdown too. Use check, use check. Insane in this insane defense. All I'm saying is I I think I could man the helm. I don't think it's that ridiculous to say either. I don't understand why this, the Niners. I understand from Truett because he's in the NFC West. But Liam, I don't understand why you just hate the Niners so much and you hate Jimmy Garoppolo for absolutely no reason. I hate him and I hate um, Vernon Davis. He should give. He Vernon should give Davis. you Jimmy Garoppolo. Should give you like inspiration in your life. Why? That because I, can, because do I can do it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It makes me upset that he's doing it and I'm not. <laughs> he's getting paid millions to do it. You're sitting here for free talking about it. Yeah, exactly. I feel, exactly. I feel bad for the man. You feel bad for him? Yeah, he got hurt. Oh. Is, still he, is he go done the, for the season? Yeah. They're probably oh. still going to go to the NFC Championship game. Yeah, exactly, because this team is really good. Yeah, yeah exactly. Jimmy G because sucks. It's not a reflection Jimmy G of him. does not suck. You can't <laughs> even say the straight face truth. His record, he does not suck. He gave average, but he does not suck. Whew. He's like the kid on the group project that doesn't do apps. He doesn't do anything, and they get an A, because he's he's got the, the, he's got the swagger, genius. He's got the great presenter. He's got the person that takes the best notes, and he does absolutely nothing and just sits there. All right, and so, so they, let's talk about this because it just shows how good Kyle Shanahan is that he can do this with a bad quarterback. Oh, he said bad quarterback. <laughs> I said average no, quarterback. No, 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 no. You, you just said, said bad. You just said bad. You got it on tape. 
Somebody clip it. Somebody clip it. Average quarterback. Let's go. With an average quarterback. All right, we're going to move on to the next take, and that is, I don't know if, if any of the listeners or anybody else watched Mahomes-Brady matchup last night, but oh, sorry, Mahomes-Burrow. I'm getting ahead of myself. But oh my God, what a matchup. And my take is that that matchup is going to be the next Brady-Manning for years to come. It's not even that really hot of a take. Um what a great game, back and forth game too. Was really surprised that the Bengals got the upper edge, but it just shows that it's two elite quarterbacks, lots of weapons that they have. Um, you know, not a lot of defense being played, but it's okay when when it's Mahomes and Brady. Uh, my favorite part Mahomes from that game. Thank you. I don't know why I keep saying that. Um, my favorite part of that game. I don't know if anyone saw Ty- Tyler Boyd drop the wide open touchdown. It's hilarious, <laughs> yeah. but. Um, is that a fair take? Burrow Mahomes is going to be. I don't think that's hot at all. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. It's, no, it's, it's, it's not even hot. No. It's, it's, it's it's just Burrow's. It's lukewarm. People have been saying that you know. Mahomes for a has while. never beaten Burrow. Yeah, what is he three three and zero against yeah, three and Mahomes? Oh. Yeah, who's who? I feel like I think we've at least I've compared. That's Burrow a good question. Brady. What would you say? I mm-hmm. feel like Burrow is Brady, Mahomes is Peyton Manning. In in what way? Because the upper edge they have on each other, or like play style, or, or what? <sighs> I, I, I feel <laughs> like Mahomes is always <laughs> just. I think Mahomes is more talented than Burrow. I think most people can argue Peyton Manning was more talented than Tom Brady, but Burrow's got that like intangible that Brady has, that calmness, the driving down the field. I don't know. I don't know. Let's make this comparison when they each have a Super Bowl win. They've both been to a Super Bowl. What? Why are you looking at me like been that? Been to a Super Bowl, bro? Come on. I think the the, the Bengals could go, do anything. Could, could could go back. Yeah, they could. This year. They could. Yeah, they could. I'd like to give I, a big shout out. Thank you to the Bengals for deciding to run the ball down the stretch. And yeah, shout out to Samaje Piran. Winning me a fantasy game. Hundred and six yards. Yeah, wow. you have the entire. You just have the Bengals as your team. Did yeah, you pick up P. Ryan? Yes, yes. Oh <laughs> thank you, guys. You, you are. They've got me out of last place. That. I'm not last place anymore. Officially, neither am I. I know. I'm Sh- surprised. Shout out to Patrick. Me, I'm me surprised you didn't pick up the entire. Uh, me and Niners team, clinched not in first place. Not in last place. Thank you. It might be T. It's it's T. You or McNellis. Have fun. I can't. Ah. Anyway, let's let's go to uh, the Seahawks. Sure, sure. Yeah, let's talk about him. Gino is him. I this game should not have been close. It's it's the Rams with God knows who they had a QB. Wolford. Wolford. Who is this guy? John Wolford. But I want to say that the oh. only criticism, you know, we we all hear the criticism that Gino had was yes, you know, he's efficient. He can lead this offense, but can he pull something out of his arse? And win a win a football game, and he did exactly that. Driving down the field, pinpoint touchdown on DK Metcalf. Um, I mean, I, I I really I don't know why it's not a consensus that he's going to be a Pro Bowler, that he should win Comeback Player of the Year. Well, he shouldn't. Okay. Saquon uh, should. Who should? Saquon. Anyways, those are just my <laughs> thoughts. He's fifth in yards. He is first in efficiency. He just had 367 yards against one of the best defenses in the league's three touchdowns. Um, Kenneth Walker only got three carries because he was out for most of the game. So it's kind of a non-existent running game at that point. DJ Dallas came in, but like, 
what is he going to do? He found Lockett, Metcalf. You know, you get the ball to your guys. They each had over 100 receiving yards and a touchdown. Uh, Noah Fant played well. You know, I, I just the, – the Seahawks, after a little bit of a skid, their playoff hopes are alive. And I hate to, um, you know, talk about positives out of an injury, but – you know, maybe Rank will be correct, and the Niners will not do well from now on because they need Jimmy G, and he's not there anymore, and the Seahawks could take first in the division. We'll see, but this is <laughs> the playoff hopes are alive, and right now if the playoffs end today, we play the Vikings, and I also don't think we'd be that much of an underdog in that game. Well, what's If the Seahawks don't, like, I think I'm concerned about the Seahawks' defense's basketball games. I would be too. If they don't make the playoffs, a disappointing season? No. No, not no. at all. Why not? We were supposed to have five wins. Yeah, this they, they were supposed to be garbage. We were supposed to be hot. <laughs> I garbage. know, but expectations change. Like the Giants' expectations have changed. I'd be now disappointed if the Giants don't make the playoffs. I feel like Seahawks fans, you should be disappointed if you don't make the playoffs. Because if you look at this stretch down the stretch, you got Panthers, Niners, Chiefs, Jets, Rams. You should be able to win three games there and get in the playoffs. Correct. Okay, going going forward. I, I thought you'd been like looking back on the entirety of the no, season. No, like right right now, if you don't make the playoffs, I'd be disappointed. disappointed. Yeah, I'd be disappointed. That's a little biased, but like, because I just want them to make the playoffs. But, um, yeah, I mean, at, at the end of the day, if you take a step back, we have our running back of the future. We have some great rookies on the defense. Geno Smith has shown that he can be a serviceable quarterback going forward, and we're picking third in the draft this year. And I, you know, a uh, uh, small bright side, um, Jamal Adams comes back next year. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I, I would not be. Um, I, I I'd be disappointed. But if I took a step back and realized, you know what, everything we've defied this upcoming season or for this season, um, I would not be devastated. But I'd be disappointed. Does that make sense? Kinda. I feel like expectations. I wasn't changed. really planning on watching a single Seahawks game this year because I thought we were going to be hot garbage. I don't want to see us lose 40 Same thing I felt about the Giants, but I feel like at this point, I'm into them, and you're like, at seven, you're seven and five, we're seven, four, and one. Without a playoff game, is not going to, it's going to be disappointing. Yeah, I agree. I think in your division, it wouldn't be as disappointing because that is a tough division. This division, it's us and the Niners. So it's a collapse almost at this point. I feel like the Seahawks don't get in there. A collapse? Yeah. Wow, that's a strong word. Because your sh- game's down the stretch. I don't know. Compared to the Giants and Commander schedules down the stretch, you guys have a lot easier schedule. Yeah, going to be very tough for the Giants uh, to get in there now. <laughs> I don't think – Liam, what was your take last week? The Giants were going to lose. I mean, they didn't win. <laughs> we didn't lose. <laughs> uh, that was close. Taylor Heideke has never lost a football game. Fun fact. Never lost. Yeah, he has. <laughs> um, Frank, I'd be, I'd be Taylor Heineke stinks actually I'd be very I mean, worried you want, Taylor Heineke might be the most overrated quarterback Okay NFL. you want to talk about game managers And you love he Jimmy not, G but He you, just checked it every time he tried the ball More than 10 yards he overthrew him every time Every how time you, How do you like Jimmy G but not Heineke Because Heineke's in my division oh, Gosh Alright let's briefly talk Giants Commanders game that was yeah, what happened such there, man? A, such a flop what happened? the Giants there. Such it was a hard-fought game. It was an flop. NFC East battle. If you could say it, anything else ever was. Taylor Heineke outdueled Daniel Jones. The refs <laughs> <laughs> the refs screwed us over. Oh, 
Last play of the game. Not only did they Fumble. mismark the ball, they didn't call a delay of game penalty on the on the commander's defense for not allowing us to get set up, literally pushing our guy. And they did not call an offsides call in the last play of the game. That was a terrible end of the game. The refs should be ashamed of themselves. But the Giants didn't play well enough. They play, Giants defense played really well in the last three quarters. Only game we got touchdown in the fourth quarter. Our offense just needs to find a way to score more. Daniel Jones played relatively well. 200, pass, 200 yards passing, touchdown, 71 yards rushing. He had some big third down conversions with his legs. I don't know. I'm feeling confident going into an Eagles game this week. Yeah. So you're not going to give any credit to Taylor Heideke? Absolutely that, not. That eight draw, eight play drive down the field, tied up with a touchdown. And no. Nothing there. Absolutely not. <laughs> He's not that good. I don't understand how you like. I brought up that Zach Wilson Heineke thing last week, and you were like, completely. I said Heineke was a bad quarterback. Bad quarterback. Yes. You said that last week. I did. No, I said the expectation. We, we said Heineke no, no, hype we, we said, we said the expectation. You completely disagreed with my Zach Wilson Heineke take because we said there are different expectations for them. Yes. That's what the point of the tweet, the tweet from RG three was, and you guys disagreed. We, with we didn't it. say that. The- no, I didn't disagree. I didn't disagree. But that was the complete point of the tweet. Somebody disagreed. We said there should be different expectations, though. <laughs> is what we said. We literally said there should be different expectations. Liam agreed with me on this. But me and Liam were stepping step with us. There's, yeah, there should be for a guy that went on draft versus a guy that. There are different expectations. RG three made it seem like it was a bad thing. There were different expectations, but there should be different expectations. Yeah. So Taylor Hardick, he's good. No. <laughs> oh, he played pretty good to me, but no. My God. Looking at the box score: two hundred seventy-five yards, two touchdowns, no picks, under pressure the entire day. Who'd you rather have, Taylor Heineke or Baker Mayfield? Taylor Heineke. <laughs> Taylor Heineke or Deshaun Watson? Deshaun Watson. No. You'd rather have that. That dude on your team? Taylor Heineke, Mike White. Mike White? Oh, oh my Lord. God. That's, uh, that's a lot of time. Taylor Heineke, Andy Dalton. You couldn't even beat the dude. Don't say Andy Come Dalton. On. Come on. Now now you're just Taylor throwing Heineke. strays out. You're just throwing strays out. Taylor Heineke. Whatever. We, we, play, we play them again in two weeks. All I'm going to say, Rick, the commanders in their past one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games... One loss. Yeah. One loss in the last eight games. I thought Taylor Heineke never lost. And that was (laughs) – he he didn't lose that game. He didn't lose that game. And that was a three-point loss to the Vikings. So, all I'm going to say is I'd be very worried if if I'm the Giants going forward. You guys play them again in two weeks. That's going to be a huge game. It's going to be a huge game. I don't understand, you play why, you I don't play understand why my team gets this much hate. You play them in Washington. No, I'm just saying, Milo, be Seahawks scared. lost to the Raiders 40-34 last week, and there was no hatred for the I, Seahawks. I kind of I pooped on them a little bit. Like, how do you give up 43 points to the Raiders? But all I'm saying is be very worried. Be I am terrified. Worried. All right, ladies, we're going to move on. We're going to move on to the, briefly, Eagles-Titans. I was rooting for the Titans. We, we need to talk about this game. We I just, all knew it was going to happen. Well, I just want to say that I'm glad A.J. Brown got his revenge game. Um, I don't know why the Titans ever traded him away. but Bag of chips. For a bag of chips. Clearly some motive behind it. Good for A.J. Brown. Um, quick question before we move on to the other games. How much, if you had to give me <laughs> roughly a percentage or, or some way of expressing this, how much of the Eagles' success this year relative to last year is because of A.J. Brown's being there? I'd say... 
a good amount, but also their defense is just like yeah, their defense. But their offensive line is the best in the NFL, hands down, by far, no question. They Jalen Hurts has all the time to do what he wants, and with AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, Quez Watkins, Gainwell, Sanders, all those guys, you know, it's just a recipe for success. But that defense is absurd too. You can't discount that at all. Um, I don't know. True, he's he's kind of like that dog on the team. They needed a dog, and and AJ Brown fills that role. Yeah, I think well. I think just everybody else just took a step forward in general. Yeah. Jalen Hurts got better, Devontae Smith got better, the defense got better. Um, I think just step forwards from everybody. Yeah, AJ Brown not only just like from what he brings from being able to catch the ball and run routes, but also you know makes it a lot easier for Devontae Smith. Um, you know, allows him to flourish when he doesn't have to be the guy that has the best uh, DB on him or, or getting double teamed. Um, obviously, it makes life easier for Jalen Hurts, and it makes life easier for the uh, running game because you got to commit more DBs to um, accounting for AJ Brown and Javante Smith, and obviously their running game. You know, I don't, I don't. Is it is it Miles Sanders definitively, or is it like kind of by committee? Like, I, has, I, Miles Sanders has nine touchdowns this season. So it's tied pretty for, good. Tied for fifth, and yeah, that O line, I you know, give give O line the credit, but also give the credit to, you know, let's say it's a it's a, you know, you got to account for the play action and and or or any any type of thing when you're when you're unsure what they're gonna do, run or pass it, um, you got to account for AJ Brown, you know, you're taking some linebackers out of the box. I I would say AJ Brown deserves a lot of credit. Um, I think everyone is riding the Jalen Hurts credit train, you know, and, and deservedly so. You know, he's been playing really good, but I think um, it's it go, it's it's not being stated enough how much one player's presence on the offense is really, and the attention that he brings from the defense is really elevated the other guys on the team. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah, I'm at, I'm really intrigued for this playoffs this year because I feel like for the first time, I don't know why, but I feel like this year more than anything else, every I don't know who's going to I don't know who's going to the Eastern like going to the NFC Championship game. Like, the Eagles are record-wise the best team in the league, but, like, we've seen them get beaten. We've seen them have flaws. Like, we've seen the Vikings have flaws. Like, I feel like every team just has some flaws, and I'm intrigued to see who's going to win any single game. I think the Super Bowl is – I don't think what we're going to think the Super Bowl is going to be is the Super Bowl. No, I think the only team that, like, I'm still confident in is the Chiefs. Yeah, exactly. But other than that, you know. It's really it's just such, the Chiefs. It's such a toss-up. Nobody else do I have full faith in. No, I totally agree with that. Rank, how about we talk about your Chargers? <laughs> yeah, I, I was a wrong one. That was that was a mistake. Um, the Chargers is just I don't understand. Don't understand. I I feel like we don't even need to talk about yeah, this. Yeah, we are so yet. confused. Yeah, and so dumbfounded. Once again, Austin Eckler ten carries for thirty five yards is their leading rusher. Yeah, no run game. It's just like they don't even try to have a run game. Oh. They don't. Got absolutely destroyed by Devontae Adams and Derek Carr. Like, I would love to throw uh, Herbert in the, the Burrow-Mahomes convo we had earlier, but he's got flashes of it. He's got flashes of it, but this is just weird. Like it, it's they don't win. They don't win. They don't win games they should win. Six and six. What a disappointing. It's just disappointing. The one guy you need to stop is Devontae Adams. And they let him run rampant over him. Almost 200 yards receiving and two touchdowns. Like, come on. <laughs> uh, All right, let's move on. <laughs> um, what else we got to talk about? Jets, Vikings. That was a good game down the stretch. Yeah, 
yeah, Vikings, I benched uh, Zerline, and that really Vikings got very lucky. Screwed me in the butt. Again. Very lucky. I hope this luck runs out in the playoffs. Any takeaways from these games? Um, the Jets had multiple opportunities late in this game, in red zone chances to finish this game, and they just couldn't find a way again in the end zone, which I think is slightly concerning. I know I Mike mean, White definitely played better in the second half, but their running game without Brees Hall has just been lacking. Yeah, I, I don't think it's a surprise that like you know they're gonna they're gonna be struggling on offense. You know, Mike White, it's his second game starting the season. He can't really expect much. He still threw for. 370 yards. I mean, he had two picks, but when you have to throw the ball 57 times with with a with a quarterback who it's his second game, it, there's going to be issues. Yeah, their and defense also like Justin Jefferson did more on Sauce Gardner I think than anybody else has done all year, and it wasn't a whole lot. Wasn't a whole lot, but so are you starting Mike White next week? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You saw you saw the team afterwards. Garrett Wilson um, in the locker room was like, "Yeah, doesn't matter win or lose, we're riding for my boy." Like. Love that. They they want Mike White to be the quarterback. Love that. One on the team's pretty. It's a pretty consensus pick there. Mm-hmm. Um, briefly, let's talk about Deshaun Watson. Uh, made his debut this season after his suspension for reasons that we all know about. Um, didn't look so good. Team still won, but I mean, God, you know that 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 Browns. Yes, it's the Texans are playing, so they're beating up on. You know, like a five-year-old, basically. But, um, you know, that that Browns defense is really good. But Deshaun Watson, you know, didn't play super well. So how does what, – what, what, what do, what I, do I think don't think this? this is that surprising. The dude hasn't played in how many years? Two and a half, two, like two three two years. Two and a half it's, years. It's hasn't ridiculous. Played 13 games a season. Probably shouldn't be in the NFL. Um, but, yeah, they got lucky they played the Texans. Ignoring all the off-field controversy stuff, I think – in the three years he played before all this stuff happened, he was a top five quarterback in the league. Mm-hmm. He's got the talent. He's got the ability. Uh, he just needs time to adjust to this offense. I mean, he hasn't played football in two and a half years. Like, yeah, come on. Now. Maybe, Anybody could... maybe his time's up. Who knows? I I don't know. To, I, I, to, to be honest, I don't understand with Jacoby Brissett, you know. Wasn't he balling? Like, yeah, but they paid a lot of money to Sean Watson. To come yeah, but. I mean, the dude was balling, right? Like they were four and seven. You only ball so much at four and seven. That's true. <laughs> I mean, the Browns this season. What were they expecting <laughs> to get? Like, <laughs> like two wins. Oh, exactly. Yeah. So they've exceeded I mean, expectations. Set hasn't been playing bad by any means. No. I don't know. I'd be kind of upset if I were him to see this, um, this dude go in and just throw a pick and do absolutely nothing. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think you're just waiting out for the next season. Yeah. Um, this uh, this season was kind of a wash before it started. It is what it is. Can I give Liam the floor real quick? Lamar Jackson injury. Mm-hmm. Are you can cons- like? <laughs> Am I concerned for the Ravens? Yeah, it's their whole team. <laughs> what a dumb question, right? I need you guys. Why did I you wanna, do this? I want both you guys to apologize to the Ravens because for some reason you guys give them more flack than any other team in the league. It's I, I wouldn't say flack. I'd say lack of credit. Yeah, you do. How about how about the Vikings who barely win games? You guys you guys give them credit all the time. Or the Niners who would have a quarterback that does absolutely nothing. You give them credit. What do they deserve credit for right now, Liam? They're eight and four, top of their division. With a bummy team, with a trash team. I think you gotta give them credit. You, you don't you You're don't coming in here this credit. week after you beat the Broncos. <laughs> they beat the Broncos with Tyler Huntley. Come on now. You gotta give them something. 
got to give them something. If if their defense didn't blow three games a season, guess what? They'd be the best record in the NFL. They would. They would. They've blown a lot of games. Yeah, they have, and they're still eight and four, top of that division. So, I I just I don't understand why they get they get flack all the time. They get no credit, and and all these bummy teams, all these bummy other teams do. You have, you want to respond to that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I I, I don't. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. Just just say you're sorry, and we can move on. That's all I want to hear. I'm not apologizing. <laughs> I understand you want to blame the defense all these times for these four blown leads, but it's it's it can't be all in the defense. Like somebody's got to keep giving the other team the ball. Somebody just can't be finishing drives at the end of the games. When you put a when you're up a bunch, thirty-eight points on the Dolphins. I know, but there's a thing about finishing games out. I mean, there's and there's it's not all Lamar Jackson because they've obviously don't have a good running game and good wide receivers, but Lamar Jackson has been bottom ten in rushing every single year. He's but bottom ten in passing. Every time he's been in the league, like, there's a reason why OBJ is looking at teams that he's not looking at the Ravens. Well, I wouldn't want to go to the Ravens either. Have nobody. But they're eight and four. They are eight and four. Look at the Giants. They got nobody wants to come here to us. All I'm saying is, you just you give all these other teams credit when they they have mistakes. They lost to the Bills by three. Yeah, the Ravens the are Dolphins good. The Ravens four. are a good team. Lamar Jackson's a great the Jaguars quarterback. by one. They the just Giants can't finish four. games. Liam, what uh, what what jersey size do you wear? Large. All right, I'm writing down Lamar Jackson jersey for Christmas. I, I just don't understand why, you know, all these other teams get a pass, but the Ravens don't. I guess we'll never know. No, I, I want an apology. Apologize. Uh, I'm sorry, Lamar Jackson, that you have to endure these terrible circumstances. No, apolo- apologize. Apologize. Come on. Not, not just Lamar. Just apologize to the Ravens. They win games. Every other team gets a pass for winning games. The Vikings beat these crappy teams by a point every week, and they get a pass. Why don't Why don't the Ravens get a pass? Oh, because the Vikings have Justin Jefferson. Lamar that Jackson. Should be more, that should be more of a— Lamar a Jackson, you are one of the, mo- the most generational players I've seen in a while. Uh, yes. you got to apologize to the Ravens because, you know, they're the only team in the league that doesn't get a pass for winning games. Only team in the league, according to you two. Yeah, nothing, nothing. No response. <laughs> You're looking at each other right I now. Apologize, Lamar Jackson. Right. He's really Last good. thing before we get to our Monday Night Football predictions, it came out today that Baker Mayfield is going to be waived. Officially. Officially. Officially cut. Oh, officially? Yeah. Like it just happened? Yeah. I mean, okay. Like, boo-hoo. You stink. That's all you got? Baker yeah. Mayfield yeah, to the Niners. Bad. Like, yeah, probably. <laughs> Probably if it, we'll see Baker Mayfield lead the Niners to a Super Bowl appearance, and then boom! I don't want to hear a word bit of Jimmy G. Not a word. What was the Panthers' record this year? Four and eight. Oh, they gotta lose more games. To They're try, in competition to try and get for CJ that. Uh, Stroud or that hey, all I'm saying are they really? Is, all I'm saying is oh, because the division are five and six. If the Saints oh win tonight, there's gonna be a lot of shakeup in the NFC South. Speaking of which, of Monday Night Football. Little recap: Liam and I are seven and eight. Sean is. A strong, healthy, ten and six, Saints at Bucks. Bucks, three point favorites. How? Let's not even ask. We're not even gonna let what? Liam speak. <laughs> Liam, who are you taking? How are they only three point favorites? That's absurd. I gotta look at the injury report. Trap game. Once again, Lattimore's. Oh, Lattimore's questionable. That's nice. <laughs> um, weekly segment of Liam seeing who's gonna start for the yeah, Saints this let, week. Let's look at the Saints. <laughs> Let's see who's out. While Liam does this, I'm going to quickly say that I think the Saints are going to win tonight. Wow. P- 
Pete Warner question. So you can't fade Rank this week. They're going to reverse no. cover. The Saints are – this line is ridiculous. Tom Brady's been not good against the Saints in his career. The Buccaneers have not been good against the Saints. Saints had their number. I think the Saints win this yeah, game. It is Andy Alton, The Saints aren't missing, like, everybody this game. They're just missing, like, a lot of people. So I'll, I'll take them. I, I think the Saints come out with this game, too. P.J. Williams, J.T. Oh, gosh. Lattimore's questionable. Oh, no, Jawan Johnson's out. He's been our only guy to catch touchdowns. Taysom Hill's there. <sighs> All right. Rank, put on your goggles. I'm going to throw a bunch of stats at you. Um, Tampa Bay, 3-7-1 against the spread. Not good this season against the spread. Saints, 4-8 and eight against the spread. Not good. Look at Tom Brady against New Orleans. Look at those stats. The Saints yeah. have not covered a road game this season. Um, the Bucks are 4-1 and one against the spread in their last five home games against teams with a losing record. Look at Brady against the Saints. I, I understand yeah. that. I understand that. And I want to say it's a trap game for that reason, but I think that's actually built into the line if I had to, if I had to guess. I'm going to take I, – Liam, I, I know we usually go in together on these things to fade rank. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the, the uh, Tom, Tom Frady's. The, Tamp, the Tampa, Tampa, Tampa Bay <laughs> Tampa Bay Buccaneers. There's nothing that I hate more in my life than, than the combination of Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Tampa so Bay? You are, you are an enemy right now. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. A lot of hate on the show today. Rank, I'm surprised that uh, I'm surprised. Well, you can't fade rank, but <sighs> if you could fade rank, you would. Are you doubling down? I can't double down. Can't double down. Oh, Somehow that's right. Somehow right. only only minus three. Are we able to see the lines for like the 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 Monday night football games throughout the like the remainder of the season week, to I see if there is going to be another chance? Last week, I believe the line, the early line, was set at like minus seven or eight for the Bucks. It's a lot of. A lot of Saints betters. I don't. I don't Next week it's a one point line. Patriots, Cardinals. I mean, we might just have to do win percentage rank if, if we can't like even it out oh, record wise. Yeah, that's fine. But yeah, Saints. Saints win this game. I mean, you're still winning handily, even if you were ten. There's a Rams Packers game coming up. If you guys want to double down on the Rams <laughs> winning on the road in Green Bay, <laughs> dude. Is that really? That's not going to be a huge line. Like they're both garbage teams. It's in Green Bay. Chargers Colts. That's w- probably not. Wolford's gonna destroy that defense. Shout oh, out AJ bad games. Game. Um, yeah, the Saints Bengals. Saints are gonna win this game. That can't be a big line. There's no way. No, I don't think it'll be one. All right, I think that was our quickest Monday Night Football segment ever. <laughs> didn't didn't take too long. Um, we're gonna cut to a quick commercial, read by yours truly. Villanova's Holiday Village and Night Market will be head, held excuse me, on Monday, December 12th from 3 p.m. at the Oreo. Find out all the details on Merry Christmas Villanova by searching for Christmas at Villanova on Villanova.edu. Also, and Rank, Liam, and I will be here for this, a breakfast with Santa will be held December 11th at the Inn at Villanova. Enjoy a hot chocolate bar. Going to be there for that. With all the fixings or select from a full breakfast menu. Tickets are $33 for adults and $25 uh, for Liam and children ages 3 to 12. Children aged <laughs> ages 2 and under enter for free. Oh, rank eats free. R- rank eats free. <laughs> Register for either of these two seatings on Eventbrite. The of Villanova is located at 601 County Line Road in Villanova, Pennsylvania. Um, can I give a quick trivia question? Yes. Please All right. Do. Quarterbacks, 
Top five NFL history, highest winning percentage. Don't worry. <sighs> Jimmy Garoppolo's not here. It's a minimum of 200 games. Thank God. Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Can I interrupt you guys real quick? Sure. Justin Verlander just signed with the Mets. Hey! Hey, nice. How much? I don't know. I just got the notification. I figured you guys, Let's I go. Figured you guys would want to hear I think it's like two years, $80 million probably, and that's what I've seen with yeah. the third-year mutual agreement. Or something like that. Yeah. That's a, that's a crap ton of money. Right, we got to talk about baseball. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it. But Tom Brady, number one. Yeah. Tom, Tom Brady's number one. Yep. Manning up there. Bangs, too. Is Russell Wilson up there? No. Really? I thought he had a pretty high. Does he just not have enough games? Probably. Bro, I thought he had a really high. No, I don't see him. It's like Montana, Marino, Elway. Elway's five. No Montana. Montana. No Montana. Who's another guy that would like just win? One current active guy, one recent retired. Aaron Rodgers up there. Aaron Rodgers Ugh, four. Gross. Recently retired, you said. Number three, recently retired. Big Ben. Yeah. Hey, right, can we talk baseball real quick before we go to basketball? Yeah. Go for it. Um, as everybody knows, Degrom has left the Mets to join the Rangers. And good riddance. Goodbye. That's all you gotta say. Good riddance. I will be booing you at baseball games. Liam, he didn't give us a chance. Didn't give us a chance to. Matched the offer, didn't just left, has not posted anything, thanking the fans or anything like that. We don't need him. I don't think it's much <laughs> of a surprise that he left. Um, I don't know. It just seemed like he didn't want to be in New York anymore. And it's fine for fine for him. Go go enjoy your <laughs> your fourth place. Enjoy your you know, retirement. Yeah, go enjoy your fourth place finish for the next six years, buddy. Um, Enjoy your money, you know, no state income tax in Texas, so you're doing fine. And, I, you know, he didn't want to play in New York. We're on the come up. We're going to be World Series champions in these, these next couple of years, and he's going to be in Texas. So, you know, enjoy it. And then the new news, the updated Mets rotation now has Verlander and Scherzer wow. after a one-two punch. It's like nothing's changed. <laughs> no, except except Verlander's going to pitch more than DeGrom. Yeah, I can guarantee <laughs> that one. <laughs> yeah. It's it's scary. I hope we, we keep making moves, bring Nimmo back, yeah, get another – need to bring Nimmo back. You need to get an, another arm for the rotation because Bassin and Walker are both free I agents. I would really like that uh, that guy Senga. Yeah. I would really like him. From Japan? Yes, I would really like Love him. him. If, if, if we're going crazy, bring in Rondone. Let's go Scherzer, <laughs> Verlander, Rondone. Guy from uh, Senga and then Carrasco. Yeah, no. I'm much happier right now. Good, good. I hope uh, I hope Kate Upton packed her winter coat. Um, on to NBA. Unless you guys have anything more for MLB. Um, yeah, Kate Upton kind of spoiled it a couple days ago. She was too dressed she? up in Mets gear. So I <sighs> love that. Yeah. Wow, I, I'm not too upset about that though. She's, she's going to be cheering us on. So. I like to see that too. Might become a Mets fan. We'll see. Just for that reason. Um, NBA. Lots to talk about so far. I, This is just all I, I want for this segment. I would like to request another Anthony Davis apology from, from specifically Liam. But, Sean, if, if, if you want to give hey, one to I him. apologize pretty heavily to Glassboy last week. And, you know, he's been balling. I, I, I'll say it again. Most points in a two-game stretch by a Laker since Kobe Bryant. 55 to carry those bummy Lakers to another win. I think I think for the Lakers to make the playoffs, he's gonna have to average like what forty. But he's been doing it these past 
what, 10 games or 8-2? and 8-2 two in, in the last 10. Yeah. Last 7, you know, is 30, 37, 25, 27 points, 44, 55, all and above 60% shooting. Brings his averages to 28, 13, 3 assists, 3 blocks on s- almost 60% shooting from the field. And Are those I, not MVP numbers? What I, they are. And what I really like is the rebounding and the blocks. Because you know that shows that he's he's not just you know cherry picking under the hoop and getting his stats. That and he's efficient yeah, too. He's getting after it. Yeah, he's getting after. It. He's dunking on people. Did you see that that dunk last up. night when when Russ you know yeah, he quick botched, Russ plug botched assist botched a beautiful assist from Russ <laughs> gets it back and then just absolutely yeah. baptizes two defenders. Yeah, no, that is it's very nice to see because you know with LeBron slowing down a little bit, we've been saying this is it, how it should have been. We've been saying it for years. This is AD's team. And, you know, he's finally coming to his own. I think it's a little uh, – it's not disrespectful, but I think it's 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 appropriate for all these Shaq AE comparisons stats-wise because it, it does just echo dominance. Not obviously to the magnitude Shaq had, but um, for the first time, maybe since a little bit in the bubble, I feel like AD is actually, like, dominant. On both sides, too. Both sides, yeah. Both sides, which is really encouraging. I'm happy for him because, um, you know, it's so sad with injuries in the NBA. Guys just aren't themselves anymore. You see that time and time again. But AD able to, you know, finally finally recover, and I just hope he can keep it up. He's been looking great. Kershaw, one-year, $20 million deal. Uh, just wanted to point that out. just happened. Not, no surprise there. Um, and then one last thing I want to say about this before you know helping the floor to you guys, or if you you know <laughs> if you want to move on from the Lakers, um, I am glad and and kind of touch on your point about how this is AD's team and he should have been doing this. You know, LeBron was averaging thirty last year, and they didn't win. Now, granted, Anthony Davis was out for most of that, and so was LeBron. But now Anthony Davis um, is you know averaging almost thirty, and they're winning. Like this is how it should have been. I'm just kind of echoing your point here, but and I also saw something that kind of pissed me off a little bit about how like Bradley Beal is an asset that the Lakers still really covet. And I'll tell you why. And I think Sean would actually back me up on this about how big threes really don't work anymore, um, and how it's it's very much a, a duo league. And when was the last time LeBron? And Anthony Davis won a championship when it was the two of them with quality role players. You, I don't even know what you're going to give up from your already depleted roster to get Bradley Beal. I'm assuming Russ would be in there somehow. But it's not going to just be a swap. It's going to be a pick. And, you know, whatever you're going to throw in Reeves and probably Lonnie Walker and scrap your team even more. Like, I would cry if they did that. I don't. Well, first of all, they don't have the assets, I don't think, to go get Bradley Beal no yeah. matter what. Second of all, yeah, you're you're right. We talked about this last season, like you know, with the Suns, it, the importance of having good role players over, you know, three stars. It it's been evident for a very long time. You need guys that are going to go out and do the dirty work, play defense, grab rebounds, sit in the corner, and be able to make open threes. And that's something the Lakers are, don't have right now. And th- I don't think they're going to be able to get this season. Um, you know, you could talk about a duo with LeBron and AD. You can't really – with Russ on the team, you're not going to be able to get role players. Big, big. They're just – I don't know. The Lakers, they're 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 playing really well right now, but it's it's on the coattails of AD, and when he slows down, I think they're going to slow down. Mm-hmm. Um, Super teams built organically when you're bringing one guy in work fine. We've seen this with the Warriors. We've seen this with the Suns. 
big threes built when you bring when you either sign two guys, you trade another guy, or you bring in three new guys to a team that's already existing, like the Nets have done, like the Lakers have done, just does not work. Because you throw everybody else out. And that's you have good. three yeah. guys who just play offense. Like you look at yeah. you look at the Heat. You look at the Heat big three. And gotta give Chris Bosch a lot of credit for that thing because he went in as an offensive player from the Raptors, and he decided he was going to take the back role to that team. And he knew he was give Tony Wayne credit too. Yeah. His role is defense. Well, all three you of them give all three of them. All three of them learned yeah. how to sacrifice. Incredible defenders. But they learned how to play defense. This the big three with the Lakers. No offense to Russ. No offense to LeBron. But at this point in their career, they're not great defenders. No, not at all. No, LeBron does not play defense. Exactly, and you can't do that. You can't have like the Nets with Harden. Durant and Irving, none, no three of them wanted to play defense. And you can't win with three guys on the court who cannot play defense. Yeah. You're going to have one liability. You can't have three. Yeah, no, Sean, I, t- I totally agree. And I think, you know, that Heat team was just like – I think they're they're bouncing away. You can't even compare them to another trio that's happened mm-hmm. since because D-Wade, second thir- – maybe third best guard defender ever – Behind MJ and Kobe, Chris Bosh played well defensively, Chris and LeBron was stepped up defensively. defensively. And LeBron was DPOY candidate every and, year. And Miami. they surrounded him around Mara Chalmers, who played good defensively. Great shooter, Ray and, Allen, great shooter, and great defender. Uh-huh. Shane Batty, a great role player. Oh yeah, but uh, yeah, you're, you're right. You need you need these role players now that are going to be able to either you know play make a little bit, make open shots. And play defense or combination two of them. Mm-hmm. That's what you need. I mean, only if they had like a like a KCP or a Kuzma or something. Or the guys they got rid of. Maybe you know, like a Zuba. Maybe a Caruso. Brandon Ingram. Like, well, see, I, uh, you're, no, you're missing my point. I'm, I'm I'm referencing the players on that championship team, but yeah, okay, we can talk about that too. Yeah, no, the Lakers front office stinks. I don't think there's any question there. Um, but yeah, I I don't I just don't think they have the capability to go out and get role players and. If if eighty's got to score forty points every night for them to win, it's what he's going to have to do. Yeah. And right now it's looking like that's the only way they're going to win. But he's been balling. Give credit to him. Whole team rallies around him too. It's yeah. Really nice to see. Yeah, it's true. Just praying, praying for uh, no injuries. Um, any other NBA topics? Because I know we want to touch the World Cup, touch on excuse me the World Cup, um, and Nova basketball. Let's take a peek at the standings. Sean, you want to talk about the Celtics anymore? Uh, no, I don't want to beat a dead horse. The Celtics are a really great team. They keep playing well. Best team in the league. Time Lord's not back yet. I don't know. This team is scary. Um, is really it, good. Can we call the... Uh, Middleton's back, and he's he's been playing really well. Quick, quick shout-out for World Cup update. Croatia just beat Japan in penalties. penalties yeah. Croatia, goal, uh, Croatia goalkeeper saved three of the four penalties. Wow. Absolutely electric. Um. I want to talk a little bit. Are, is it fair to call the Timberwolves experiment over? Is is no. it fair to call that over? Did you see that play? Yeah, the, everyone's seen that Rudy play. Gobert. The cat Rudy Gobert yeah. play. Oh, it's disgusting. <laughs> it's so gross. It's it, not uh, fair to call it over, right? They're five games out of first place in the Western Conference. Western Conference is so tight right now that anything can happen. Also, the Jazz that I did predict would be in the playing well, yeah, game in a week. Of course, they were going to regress. You know, they're the Jazz. I did call it. You see how they lost the other game? <laughs> they had three turnovers in the last minute. They were up one and ended up losing by five. That's terrible. <laughs> yeah, poor Lori. But, um, hey, your Warriors won a couple games. They did. The Warriors are playing better. Uh, Clay Thompson. Still can't beat the Mavs. Though. Still playing really. Clay Thompson's <laughs> back to like playing better. Shout out Kings. 7-3 in the last 10. Kings keep doing it. Keep rolling. 
Suns, Pelicans. Pelicans keep a huge shout out to uh, Jose Alvarado. Yeah, Jay Alvarado. Something about thirty-eight that name. man. It's got to be baller jeans in those names, but yeah, thirty-eight career high off the bench. Whew. Eight threes. Absolutely had the. Was it still the Smoothie King Center? Yeah, it was rocking. Yeah. It was rocking. And then of course the Suns are still. Still in first place. We'll see who they choke against. Devin Booker, what did he drop, like 55 through three quarters the other day? Yep. Something like that. And then he had 41 and they lost. So. Have we talked about the the recently the, the, the Domas, Tyrese Halliburton trade? Is that like like one of the most win-win trades in the last couple of years? What, what is the stat? like? Did you Sabonis, see that, that stat yeah. views thing? Sabonis has the most 10-10-5 games this season. <laughs> Which is kind of a cherry pick stat. Yeah, it's just kind of weird, but like, I guess it's pretty cool. Um, Halliburton's been going off though. He had what was it, three straight games with no turnovers, like forty assists, first guard to ever do that. Yeah. Oh, sh- also shout out Russ, zero turnovers in back to back games for the first time ever. Isn't that crazy? double digit assists? And yeah. I think in one of those, I don't know if he had it in the Isn't other. Isn't that one. crazy? It is crazy. Give me one second to find this. Yeah. In, in other news, the Heat have been struggling a little bit. Sorry, Tuck. Um, the Bulls have been really struggling. I think we're going to see something blow up there a little bit. Hopefully it's Levine. Some bar trade rumors. I'd love a Levine trade to the Mavs. That's what I would really like. But <laughs> Keep willing to existence, Liam. One day that front office will do something. I swear. Um, how about Halliburton? Or not Hal? excuse me. How about... Uh, uh, Benedict Mathurin. That was my boy. I I picked him first week, rookie of the year. Yeah, I want to give credit to Tyrese, but he's also been going off. Miles Turner's been doing his thing. <laughs> Had that poster. <laughs> you see what he said about Ooh. LeBron before they played the Lakers? Yeah. Well, and they got the win. <laughs> yeah. Not because of him, but, you know. He said it before he got drafted. He's like, yeah, he said everybody's got to learn to double down a little bit, too. Yeah. I, I love that. I love that. You know? People, people talk hot now. Do you guys league. see the Trey Young incident with the oh, uh, Nate coaches? Yeah. yeah. So Ref- Nate McMillan told him that either he's going to come off the bench or he's not going to play. Because he's coming back for injury. Yeah. And Trey was like, fine, I'll leave. Interesting. You, you don't love that from your star point guard. No, you don't. And the whole thing, Deontay Murray thing the other day, like last week. Also, if like Trey Young feels good, though, and he wants to play, you know what? He's never had an injury. Why not just let him play? Yeah. Um, can we? I, I know Liam hates the guy, but the Nets have quietly seven and three in the past ten games. Boo hoo! They're they're supposed to be a top two seed. I I, I don't want to hear it. They're playing better. They're 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 getting good. Quietly playing better. They're That's being true. the Wizards, Magic, Blazers. A little credit to the team, Liam. No, not yet. Not until they're not in. How about until they're not in eighth place? Nick Claxton playing well. Kevin Durant balling us, of course. You need to get the role players more involved. Seth Curry's got to hit more threes. I don't know. I'm liking where this team's going right now. Yeah. Just wait till playoff time when KD throws his teammates under the bus again. Could I uh could I do my weekly Shea shout out? Of course. No, I mean no. Sure, yeah. I, yes, I, yes, I, I can take the week off. It's okay. Um just a quick stat. This is all I'll say. Um <laughs> Only two Thunder players with 30 points per game on 50% shooting in a season. Durant during his MVP season and Shea this season. Only Thunder players with 30 points per game and six assists per game in a season. 
Westbrook MVP season, Shea this season. That's all I got. Are you concerned, though, that Shea's putting these numbers and the Thunder are still not winning games? What do you mean? They're almost 500. It's much better than uh, obviously, year. Obviously, but, like, I don't know, is, is Shea a person who can elevate the people around him? Well, the thing is, their roster sucks. Like, yeah, it does. We're, yeah, we're, our top two pick is, is has not played a game this season. Um, what about Giddy? How's Giddy been doing this year? Giddy, oh, I got another staff for you, Rank. Only Thunder player to record a 20, 10, 5, 2, and 2 game is Giddy Westbrook and Durant. Okay. He's balling. He's, he's, you know, he still needs to work on his shot, but um, I really hated in the offseason when. Oh my god, I hated it when when the summer league happened and Giddy and Chet were going off, and everyone was like choosing like Giddy or Shea, and and now it looks silly, but like I think that they could be very complimentary pieces together. I don't really know why that's happening, like that that happened in the summer, but I think that as a backcourt they elevate each other. Um, they have very different play styles. I think Giddy more th- to answer your question about can he elevate the rest of his team? I think Giddy more than Shea can do that because of his playmaking. Um, and you know, as, as he'll get better at driving and, and and you know other parts of his game to the point where it's just gonna become much more effortless for him to get assists and make plays for others. Um, not that Shea isn't a bad playmaker because he does have some good passes. And like I said in the stat, he's averaging six assists per game along with his thirty points per game. Um, I'm not concerned whatsoever. I think that this is a team that needs a couple more years. Like uh, Jeremiah is shooting very well this year in his second year. Um, Aaron Wiggins has not played as much as I wanted him to but Trey Mann in his second year is looking really good the rookie out of um, Santa Clara Jalen Williams is looking great um, obviously we have Chet is supposed to come you know and, and play soon so you know and, and who knows what's going to happen with our next upcoming draft picks but I, I, I'm not no I'm not, I'm not really concerned whatsoever I, I think we can make the play in tournament um, once the T-Wolves you know realize that they're not going to do anything obviously this is a tough Western Conference but, no, I'm not concerned. I mean, Giddy's averaging 15, 8, and 6 in, in 30 minutes. That's pretty – that's really good. That he's – I mean, can't, can't do much. He's leading the team in rebounding. That's crazy. Yeah. Imagine they had Chet. Yeah. I think looking at this team, though, they just like – Dort's still there. Kenrich Williams – Eugene Amoriu, Baisley, Isaiah Joe. They have a guy named Lindy Waters. Yeah, he, he's he's a boy. He's the boy. Like it's just garbage. This team's bad. The fact that they're ten and thirteen is pretty. I don't like that Poku plays a lot. I, he's and been, he's been I know, and I know he's he's, <laughs> he's statistically been good for some reason. Um, I just think he's he gonna plays, be redundant when Chet comes back. Now, who knows? What if him and Chet twin? Let's say twin towers, but they're both just like twin sticks. <laughs> twin sticks. Twi- twin th- uh, twigs. Yeah. yeah. The twin twigs. That's perfect. Yeah. Um, I found my, and and you know I know we want to talk about Noah basketball with our remaining time, but I did find the Sabonis Halliburton t- tweet. Uh, Sabonis this year seventeen eleven and six, leading the team in rebounds and assists, and is top five in rebounds plus assists in the in the league with twelve wins. Halliburton, 19-5 and 11, leading the league, I mean, excuse me, leading the team in points per games and assists, also top five in rebounds plus assists, 12 wins. Is that just the definition of a win-win trade? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Good for them. Good for the Pacers too. You know, they they, they got some pieces now. This and this, you know, this kid that hit the uh, the game winner against the Lakers, I guess I guess he's good too. Anything else in the NBA? How are the Sixers doing? Are they still struggling? Yeah. 500 underperforming. Everybody's just like heat underperforming. So middle of the pack this year. Other than the Celtics. And the Bucks. And the Cavs. Chris Middleton came back, played well. Wasn't enough to beat the Lakers though, because the Lakers are a good team. Was that his first game back? Uh, it might have been I his second. Watching but, that game. But you were watching that game? Mm-hmm. Yeah. First real NBA game I watched this year. What'd you think of that of that play? The the Russ hustle. I like LeBron. the Russ hustle. He can't miss the free throws though. No, yeah, that's that's. If it was in Philly, everybody getting chicken nuggets right now. That's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that was bad. Um, he's just playing with passion. Though. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It was more than I expected from Russ Westbrook for the past couple of years. And I think the passion. I I was I wanted to agree with you about the LeBron does not play defense, and Russ did not play defense last year. But I think this year, just his passion. And the emotion he plays with is 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 translating a little bit towards defense. Yeah, he's he's definitely playing better and more passionate. Which I love. Yeah, it's good. He's 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 having fun playing basketball again. I think that they're trending in the right direction. Which yeah. is, you know, we'll see what happens in twenty more games where they stand. Who would have thought that a Russell Westbrook Austin Reeves backcourt would be the best backcourt on the Lakers? Who would have thought? And neither of them start. Yep. Six man of the year, baby. He's the favorite right now. He's like plus 155. Sean, any words for Pat Beverly before we move on? No, nope. <laughs> I want to talk about Nova basketball. Let's talk about it. Big game this week. Big game last weekend. Really needed the game against Oklahoma. So happy that Ken Wilmore's back. He, he looked like obviously he hadn't played basketball in seven weeks, so he's going to look a little rusty. But the, the second he stepped on that court, everything changed. There's a reason why he's supposed to be the fifth overall pick in the draft next year. Crazy. He's just got the talent, his driving ability. Like he's so physical. He's the size of Eric Dixon. Defensively, our team gets better. Is he actually? Yeah. Wow. His driving ability, his shooting ability. He, like he crossed the guy up. You see, he got him stumbling on his three pointer. Step back three. He's just got everything you could ask for, and he's finally a guy in this team who can take the ball and do something with it. And I'm really excited because this team is now dangerous and Justin Moore comes back in a month and I don't know. Everything looks different once he's back. Got some tough games coming up though. Shout out Caleb Daniels finally had a good game. Mm-hmm. Finally. Um, he, he's been kind of struggling but it was good to see him you know, back to his former, his former self. Shot really well from three. Shot over 40%. Whitmore off the bench, seven points, but it just we just played more aggressive when he was out there. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, we have three more non-conference, two more non-conference games. Three more, actually, sorry. Three more non-conference games. We play UPenn this week, Boston College this weekend, and then St. Joe's next week. Those got to be wins. They got to be wins. We need three to wins turn, right to there to turn the season around. If if we can get to six and five going into Big East play, will be really nice because. Whew, that game's scary. Still would love to see Housen play more. Yep, I agree. Um, we have a before before after Christmas, before New Year's, is probably one of the biggest games of our season, and we need to make sure we're ready for that one because we play at UConn, number five UConn. It's gonna be a huge game. 
the yeast is nice this year. We need it. We need to keep these. We need to keep momentum going. We need to get one more more involved. Figure our rotations. Get one more starting so we can take Chris Arch out of the lineup. Please, please, Neptune. Please. And I'll be excited because Armstrong and Armstrong and Whitmore together. Just so much athleticism on that court together. Scary. And they played in FIBA together. They played together. Oh, uh, we uh, around the Big East. Creighton lost right against they lost Nebraska. Nebraska. That's huge. Stinks. No, is it, it, is it, it huge or is it stink? I like it because it just means that like we can beat them. <sighs> yeah, it means we can beat them, but it, they, them keep winning makes our wins against them look better. So it, it's a double-edged sword because they've now lost three in a row to Arizona, Texas, and Nebraska. Two of those are tough losses, but Nebraska ones is a bad loss. UConn's going to be good. St. John's going to be good. Providence is going to be good. Xavier's good with Sean Miller now. Creighton's going to be good. Seton Hall going to be good or no? No, no they've not been good. They lost to Seton What about Butler? Butler going to be good? Butler's decent. they got a new head coach. Um, it's going to be a tough tough conference. Obviously, Georgetown to Paul should be two chalk-up wins, four chalk-up wins. And everything else, we just got to win our games. Win games at home. <laughs> win most of your games on the road. That gets us to a Big East tournament. Gets us the Big East Gets us a good seed in the Big East tournament. And gets us a good seed in the NCAA tournament. Rank, I haven't heard any trivia from you today. Oh, no, no. We had the football one. Yeah. I'm, I'm missing your basketball ones, though. Mm-hmm. I, I, I had a basketball one, but it's not a best one if you'd like it. I'd li- I like it. I, you know what? We, we, we don't care if it's good or not. We, do, we just want to hear it, man. That's all. We just want to hear your trivia. Okay. I like hearing your voice. Okay. okay. All right. I'm going to okay. edit that out. Okay. This is a little, a little biased out here. It's not a great stat, but I was just curious, so I looked it up and got stat muse to give it to me. Top five in three-point percentage this year in the NBA. KCP. Nope. Oh. KCP is 10. Huerter. Doesn't it sw- it switches no. like every... Kevin Huerter is not, not in the top five. Not top five. Like Wasn't he like shooting like 50%? It switches every week. These top five guys are shooting 46.6% or better. Well, I thought there was a guy that was shooting over 50. Not currently. I thought that was Huerter. No, there was there was a bunch of guys that were not currently. Um, Forty six point six centers. Are there any centers? <laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> Are there any? S- <laughs> well, I'll give you. A, there's three Boston Celtics. Oh, dude, Brown. Oh, nope. it's 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 white. Nope. Grant Williams. Nope. Nice. Luke Cornett. Nope. Uh, You're getting close to that. Hauser. Hauser is number three. Forty seven percent from three. Brogdon. Yep, number one, forty nine point four percent from three. Still don't understand how they got him for nothing. Who would be the last guy? Marcus Smart. Nope. Jason Tatum. Nope. Come on, Liam, you loved him in the playoffs last year. Oh, the Celtics. Yeah. Robert Williams isn't. No. No. Close to them. Big guy. Oh, um, Big Al. Big Al Horford yeah. signed a two-year extension. You loved him in the playoffs yeah, last year. Dude, he went off last. We oh, got excited every yeah, time. He's Big Al, great went off. dude. It's Big Al. The other two guys, yeah. ones for the Pelicans and ones for the Suns. Jose Alvarado. Nope. Ah. Uh, Trey Murphy. Nope. Big Ooh. guy. Big guy in the Pelicans. Valanchun. Nope. No, no, no. no like big, th- sorry, not big like that, but like important player. Ingram. Yeah. Number four is Ingram. Number two. This guy hit a game winner that sent Steph Curry insane. Steph Curry went crazy when this guy hit a game winner. It's not against the Warriors. Was it Nez? What was his name? Nope. Guy in the Suns. 
Who sent Stephen? Damian Lee. Lee. Yeah, Damian Lee. His cousin-law or whatever the hell it is. 49% from three. Jeez. Other noticeable guys. <laughs> that proves the stat's kind of useless. Kelly Olenek, Corey Kispert, Jeremiah Grant, KCP, and Josh Green round up the top five. <laughs> I like that part that proves the stat's kind of useless. <laughs> then we get to notable names. Mikel Bridges, true. Desmond Brain. Andrew Wiggins, Steph Curry. Steph Curry and Andrew Wiggins both shooting over 45% for three. I start to Desmond That's Bain. Wild, bro. Yeah. Desi. Desi. Also, when you go to follow the Funnel Locker Room Twitter, go follow the Desmond Bain Instagram fan account that I'm starting. Um, Soon. Can we talk World Cup real quick before we go for fully it. wrap it up? USA played a hard-fought game against the Netherlands. Had more possession, just couldn't finish her chances, and a couple falling asleep on defense. I don't know about you, Liam, but... I am excited for the future. 2026 in the USA. We just need a, we just need a number nine. We need a striker. Need somebody who can finish the ball. Yeah. Ricardo Pepe, Pefak, somebody get right and stand out. Yeah, we need a uh, we need a striker. We need a new catch coach too. I love Burhalter. I don't I don't love Burhalter, but he's done a good job in this corner. But we need somebody who's like we got Elk. got Premier League. Yeah. European experience that so can come in here. We got outclassed. Did that guy get hit in the family jewels? Is that what happened on his goal? That oh, Pulisic? No, he did not. He got hit in the abdomen. He had yeah. ab pelvic contusions. So the uh, fine. the future of of that gener- of that family is, is he's okay. It's okay. 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 Good, good. But yeah, there's sure. just so much talent. Like you look, a guy's coming over the bench, Brendan Aronson, Giovanni Reyna in the future. Um, yeah, I just need need a number, need a number nine. That's all I gotta say. Anything else, Liam? Um, happy birthday to <coughs> Josh Smith. Legend. NBA, Josh Smith. Josh you Smith. Remember the headband? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, headband. Atlanta. The guy who uh, all auto-generated 2K players are <laughs> pictured after. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, and then let's see what else we got. You guys ever see that movie, uh, Eddie the Eagle? No. Apparently, there's a movie after an English ski jumper. Well, it's his birthday day too. Eddie the Eagle Edwards. Wow. Um, English ski jumper, and then of course, um, Roddy O'Sullivan, the best snooker player to ever live. You know what snooker is? I don't know what that is. Pool. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to him. That's all we got. Um, I guess we'll give one more. Kind of a cool name. Ollie Jokinen, Finnish so- ice hockey player. That's a dope name. Ollie. It's a great name. Yeah. No, I was going to say the, the, the last name, but Ollie's cool too. Wait, is it Christian Yelch's birthday today? Maybe. I don't know. It's December 5th. We have deaths too. Oh, God. Oh, no. Happy shoot. birthday, Christian Yelich. Why is that not on here? <laughs> Happy birthday, Christian Yelich. Um, Shoeless Joe Jackson died today, I guess. Uh, very sad. Saturday. This is really sad, Hallie. And so did Bill Glass. Shout out to you guys. May you rest in peace. On, on another, on a happier note, um, 20 days away from Christmas. Wow. <laughs> Very exciting. Where, what are you guys, anything on the Christmas list for you guys? Nothing, Rick. Nothing huge. I want um, – a Shea Gilgis Alexander All Star appearance, starter appearance. I want to just continue to fade rank on Monday Night Football picks. Want a Giants playoff and game. have mixed results when doing so. <laughs> I want a Giants playoff game. I want an apology to the Ravens. 
Okay, you're not Keep hoping for that one, Leo. Santa can't give you that. <laughs> All right, everybody. You've been listening to Fun in the Locker Room for the past hour. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you're here every Monday, 1145. We will not be here next week. Um, maybe. Possible. We, we have to work out some scheduling stuff there. Um, but uh, after that, unfortunately, we're going to have to go home to our families. Very sad. You know, I'd rather be here just on the radio 24-7 every week. Um and I know you're going to be sad, too, but don't worry. January, we will be back, possibly at a different time. So we will definitely keep you updated. Uh, check all of our social media and everything, because um, it might not be at the same time slot. We're still unsure about that. We haven't decided. But um, as always, have some fun in the locker room this, w- this week. Um, you know, Be a little adventurous. Get in some trouble. Not too much trouble. This has been Fun in the Locker Room. Take care.